Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Marsha Collier here at the helm of Tech Radio. Mark left us alone. He's in New York, and I understand from his tweets he's in the middle of a show of seeing Spider-Man on Broadway. I don't know. I like to go to Broadway shows at night. It just seems so much more exciting. <laughs> I'm here with Bob Levitas, Dr. Mac, the man that knows everything about Apple. He is the man. So, Bob, I wanted to ask you now, again, what is the deal with Apple laptops? What should people buy? What's the latest? What's the greatest? And what's the deal with the Air? So there's, the, there's only really two lines left. There's the MacBook Pro line, and there's the MacBook Air line. The MacBook Air is the really lightweight, thin, minimal number of ports, uh, very, very portable, under three pounds, I think. The one that fits into a big uh, delivery envelope. Right. So, you know, if you're, if you're looking to travel light, that's a great choice. The downside is their limited expandability. Um, can't really upgrade the RAM yourself too easily. Um, Solid-state drive only, so if you need a lot of storage, you might not uh, find that so attractive. Then the other line is the MacBook Pro, and it's got kind of a new top of the line with a retina display. I heard you say retina display before, but that's the yeah, new Yeah, that's newest what we've MacBook got here. Pro, that's newest. what we got here, yeah. Okay. It's, it's uh, a real hot ticket. It's a very beautiful display, I have to admit that. So, you know. I haven't, you know, I haven't tested one yet. I actually, I was so busy when they came out, I said, I'll, I'll ask when I'm ready to review it, and I haven't had time yet. Because it really takes time to, to review a laptop. You can get one and look at it and write a review, or you can put all your stuff on it and use it for a month and then write a review. And that's how I do it. So I didn't have the time to get it set up. For that month, <laughs> much less whatever yeah. you know, whatever I encountered during that month that slowed me down. See, I think I think you and I are very similar in that way. I don't write anything from press releases. You know, if if you want me to review something, I've got to have it for a while. I've got to use it. I've got to really put it through its paces. And if you know, if I don't like it, I just don't like it. Yeah, you know, it's I won't write from a press release. Well, and, I don't and write so news. I write you know an opinion column. So for mm -hmm. me, it's doubly, you know, doubly imperative that I write about it from experience, not from press releases. So I, I don't, I very rarely even mention things I haven't tried myself, uh, and I never review anything that I haven't used steadily for, you know, however long it takes to know if it if it's good or not. Depends and what that the takes product a while. is. I've got six headsets sitting on my desk, Bluetooth headsets, and I'm revolving through them. <laughs> Which is your favorite? Well, for talking on the phone, for using it as a, a phone headset, my favorite is the, the Jawbone. Mm -hmm. And I found that not, I have a convertible. I was telling you this before. I have a convertible. So if I have the top down, there's a lot of wind noise, and I need a really great noise-canceling headset. And the Jawbone's the only ones, the, the last three Jawbones, I don't know, the era, the icon, and whatever came before that have all been the best thing I tested in a car. 
I ask people if they can hear me, and they say yes. And I say, would you believe I'm in a car driving 70 miles an hour on a highway? No. Okay, good. <laughs> and a lot of times I call and leave myself voicemail so I can hear what I sounded like. And it's, it's really impressive because nothing else really works that well with a lot of wind noise. So for me, that's the, that's the one for the car and for using as a uh, voice headset. I'm, I'm still undecided on my uh, stereo headsets because I've been listening to music and using them to watch stuff, you know, like with uh, video on my iPad. Right. And it's kind of nice to not be wired to it. And uh, I've got a, a Logitech here that I like a lot. Plantronics They're- makes a really nice uh, wireless headset. Uh, it's really, really good. I, I happen to be big. I will grant you, I test Plantronics. They send them to me to test. So, you know, that's the one I know more about. And I have, and I have one of theirs for the office that uses its own radio frequency rather than Bluetooth. Nice. And I use that with my computer a lot. But I think I have one of those, too, come to think of it. That gives me very good quality, but so does this. I like the Logitech because it's inexpensive. People always ask me, isn't there anything less expensive? Because a lot of the Bluetooth stereo headphones are over 100 bucks, and none of them really sounds that great. And I just got another pair that I really like. They're called Leo, L-E-O, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there it is. They're called Leo. And they're sport headset. They're very lightweight, and they kind of have a little module that goes on the back that sits on your neck, sort of, and the earbuds are on these extendable, flexible stalks. It's sweat-proof. It's all rubberized. So I'm, yeah, I really have... kind of like that one in the summer here because I'm afraid girl... to use some of the other ones and get them all sweaty. Yeah, and as a girl, I have hair issues. I have a lot of hair. So, you know, I... But I'm, I'm never comfortable with a very small headset, you know, my Bluetooth. I, I use the Voyager Pro because it sticks out just a little bit. You know, I look a little bit like Uhura, kind of like I have a, a thing sticking out. I like out. that one. I like the way it looks. <laughs> yeah, I think it's kind of cool, you know. And I'll wear that in airports, and I'll use it a lot, and I, I do like that. I just I can't get past the part where I don't like um, turning on the Bluetooth. Your dog doesn't like turning on Bluetooth hey, either. Zeke. <laughs> Zeke, uh, know, does he have I know, I know you don't like Bluetooth. Quiet. <laughs> he hates Bluetooth. Just the, and just I the actually, utterance of the word gets him crazy. It. Well, I actually have a couple of ones that actually plug into the phones because I do end up somehow when I do webinars, sometimes I'll do web events. I'm already with this fabulous uh, black wire thing that I have that go, hangs over my ears with a great little mouthpiece that plugs into my USB. And they say, oh, no, no, we, we have to use landlines. We must use landlines. So I've got something that at least I can plug into a landline. That's, that's a what I'm headset. using. I've got a Plantronics on this landline. <laughs> See, and I think they're so great. I, I love using a plug-in. It just makes me more comfortable. I don't have to worry that I'm getting out of range or something. So I've tested probably 20 or 30 uh, corded headsets for the iPhone, but they're yep. generic, I think. They're, they're usable with any device that, that plays stereo music. Um, 
And the one that I like the very, very best is the Klipsch S4i. But it's about 100 bucks retail. You can usually find it for a bit less. And then Ultimate Ears makes a couple of really, really good headsets that are under $60. And I'm well, not remembering Scott... the model numbers, but I think, I think a lot of people, the extra 40 bucks would be wasted because the, it's subtle. Once you get over a certain point with earphones and headphones, the differences are very subtle. Yeah, remember when they were trying to bring back the big, giant headphones that look like Bose noise-canceling? I think Dr. Dre came out with a line of that. Oh, yeah. There? There's still a few of those around, and certainly certainly, they're still what you would use if you're working with a microphone in a studio. Yeah, but... like I'm doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, Scott Townsend on Twitter wants to know, what kind of toys does Levitus have on his shelf? Okay, well, I was actually walked over to look at, I've got some waterproof cases I'm testing, waterproof iPhone cases, and I was just uh -oh. looking through them thinking maybe I could shoot some video this afternoon before it gets dark. I have a drive dock, um, and I have five naked hard drives over there waiting to be examined with it. It, it does some forensic stuff. That seems pretty cool. I've got a really cool thing for my guitar it's called the ipb10 from digitech and it's a pedal board that my ipad slides into and it gives me i don't know hundreds of different effects it's got five different stomp box buttons on the floor plus a volume pedal so i have a choice of hundreds of guitar sounds uh and it's all done on the ipad so all of the all of the smarts um, I can keep on my desk and, you know, work with rather than having to bend over and play with individual stomp boxes. It's also an audio interface, so I can use it for recording. That's nice. a cool toy. Nice, nice. Uh, I got a couple of microphones I'm testing. Let's see. I've got a Samson that's very good. I've got a couple of blue USB mics that are really good. I've got a blue snowball that I'm, I've become very fond of. Um, What's a blue snowball? It's it's a USB mic, but I, I got I bought myself the desk stand and uh, shock mount, so it's in a big spider webby rubber bandy thing like you used to see on the old time radio. Oh and, yeah 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 yeah. Look, you mean like the one stand. I'm looking at right now? I have one. It's in a cage on a on an arm that hangs down. And that's yeah, called I... the, all that rubber bandy stuff is the shock mount. And this I bought yes, this for is. the blue. <laughs> It's really good for doing uh, radio stuff at my desk because it sits at the perfect height. If I do video, it looks really cool sitting in front of me, and it sounds awesome. It's a really great-sounding mic. Maybe too good. It's very sensitive. You have to be uh, careful to watch your levels or you will distort. Now, when you do video, do you ever use the webcam on your computer? Oh, yeah, a lot, actually. I, uh... Okay, so what do you use for lighting? I bought a lighting kit online, um, one of those lighting kit in a box. comes with three lights, three umbrellas, and a backdrop. Yeah, I sold those on eBay for the longest time. Yeah, that's right. I when... got it on eBay. <laughs> I probably bought it from you. When we come back. <laughs> yeah, I write about them in my books, and then I sell them. When we come back, it's more Apple, Mac, and maybe a little Android. This is Marsha Collier, and I'm here with Bob Levitas on WS Radio. 
the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. If you are not listening on your smartphone, WS Radio and our friends at MentorMate have just made it a lot easier with our new WS Radio 2.0 iPhone, BlackBerry, and Android apps. Just search for WS Radio in the iPhone store, BlackBerry, or Android market. There are all free downloads so you can listen live or on demand to your favorite show. These new apps work on most iPhones and for the newer BlackBerry and Androids. After you check them out and see how well they work, pay a little visit to our preferred app developer, MentorMate. They have been programming mobile applications for over 10 years now and are one of the few companies that handle all three major smartphones. The world is going mobile, and that is where your company should be. To learn more about MentorMate and our new WS Radio 2.0 phone apps, log on to wsradio.com forward slash mobile. That is wsradio.com forward slash mobile. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. Are your salespeople running at the speed of the Internet? Are you providing the tools they need to compete? Bjorn Stansvik from MentorMate has a solution for increasing the effectiveness of your workforce. The most common problem we see our clients facing is that their salespeople don't have time for learning. IQPAC provides an adaptable mobile learning solution to help your sales force easily master the knowledge to compete effectively. Go to IQPAC.com. That's I-Q-P-A-K-K.com to learn more. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It will improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And this is Marsha Collier. I'm here with Dr. Mack, who I have to tell you, he's been writing about Apple technology for over 25 years. He's written or co-written more than 60 popular computer books, with over two million copies sold worldwide. Uh, his most recent titles include iPad for Dummies, iPhone for Dummies, and Mac OS X Lion for Dummies. Mountain all for Lion. Mountain Lion. 
Okay, I'm reading here. It so you got good. an old version. Mountain lions. <laughs> okay. Mountain lions, the in thing now. Lions, for... the lions dead. Mountain <laughs> lion took over. Well, we're all for Wiley Publishing, <laughs> and uh, that's you and me, and we're Wileys. You've done two million. I, I got to be pushing two million. I think I did one million in two thousand six. So it's got to be coming. Coming soon. I have no idea because I'm way too lazy to pull out all that paperwork and try to add it up. I'm sure it's way more than that by now, but. Me too. I just rely enough. on what their press releases say, right? I mean, <laughs> oh, they I get don't their even press know. This is from me, though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I got to tip you off on how to, how to work that system. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't even know how many books there are, because with the translations and everything, it, it, get, it gets crazy. It oh, really my, does. my total is 65 today, but it'll be 66 in a few weeks and 67 a few weeks after that, because the iPhone and iPad books will be out soon. And um, I don't count the foreign editions. Gosh, I'd have lots more. And do you count I, your mini books? Every once in a while they send me a foreign edition, and I save them because it's so interesting to look at your own writing in a language you don't understand. How about Chinese? My Chinese and Japanese oh. translations are my favorite because I absolutely can't understand anything but the pictures. I know, and your name, right? <laughs> yeah, I get a kick out of that. But I know, even, I love even that. Even Spanish and French, because I don't speak that much, it's like I like to pull one down, open it up, and look at it and think, oh, I sound so much more romantic in French. Now, have you had a book in Audible yet? I don't know. I guess I okay. would know. Don't you read them yourself? Well, no, no, actually, you don't. Oh, um, well, my books aren't the kind that you'd have read to you. I love Audible, well, by the way, and listen to a lot of audiobooks. So is my wife. We both love it. Well, my uh, I guess because it, it was a hardcover, my ultimate online customer service guide, how to connect with your customers, sell more, just came out in Audible. And, uh, you know, I didn't even think to want to read the book. <laughs> you know, I figured there's people who do that. There, yes, there's but they people. pay you extra for it, and nobody's going to interpret your words the way you do. That's fine. A very nice lady read the book. She nobody offered nobody <laughs> offered me to have it on Audible or read it, so <laughs> it's totally moot for me. I don't think yeah. I would read it either. That would take an awful long time to read it aloud into a microphone. Exactly. I mean, it's bad enough writing it, but you're going to sit there and read the whole thing to people. It depends how much I, it pays. If I get, if I get, it you doesn't know, pay that great. Scale, I think it might be worth it. No, actually, you know how Wiley pays. <laughs> you're not getting anything like SAG scale. I think it's mostly an ego thing for a lot of authors. Oh, I really believe that is. Well, um, then I'm not. Uh, then I'm not interested because unless it generates lots of revenue, it doesn't doesn't really work for me. Exactly, I quite agree. So I have a question from Uncle Bill yes. here who wanted to know if he was to get his first Mac, having never had one, what would you suggest? Well, I would suggest first deciding laptop or desktop because Apple has really nice, inexpensive desktops called iMacs. And I think uh, for a lot of people that's the the sweet spot in the in the price value relationship because for you know just around a thousand bucks maybe a little more you can get a nice 24 or 27 inch even uh all in one unit to put on your desk for about the price of a display that size five years ago <laughs> oh i know i and i love an all-in-one i have a lenovo all-in-one with a 
uh, it's like a 25 inch touch screen. And I'm looking at it right now and the neon tetras are swimming around on the monitor. It's so beautiful. Yes. I, I like the all in ones. I have, but a it's two, re- I have two big monitors. I have a 30 inch that's my wow. main display and a 24 inch next to it. And I was thinking about getting a third one. Oh, get a touch screen. Really, no, no, no. Fun. I'm thinking of getting an NTSC, a, a television monitor for the third one, because I'm doing a lot of video, and it would be nice to just be able to play it back on a different screen and have it look like TV. Oh, good point, good point. Yeah, I might put that it's... one on the wall and wire it into my desktop computer. That would be pretty fun. Oh, gosh. Talk about tech toys. So do you sit in front of these monitors all day? Not if I can help it, <laughs> but only when I have work to do. Yeah, now, do you that's ever... where I work, but I, I also have been known to just grab my laptop and go work at the library and at Starbucks when I get, like, office fever. And do you ever, like, go sit outside, not in this weather, of course, yes. with your laptop doing edits and things like that? Absolutely, when the weather's good, I'm... I, there's a lot of good coffee shops here in Austin that have outdoor terraces and decks. So oh. there's lots of places I can go. Beside, and I have a nice backyard and deck myself. Right now it's a little too hot to do anything. I think it's about 103 today. <laughs> the yeah, cold front's it's coming. It's only going to be 101 tomorrow. Yeah, global warming, global warming. I got it. <laughs> is that what this is? I, I don't, don't know. It's Texas. always been that's this what, That's why I thought it was. I yeah, exactly. Exactly. What did so, you expect? More of your tech toys, because I know you have more. Uh, I just got a very cool thing for the uh, iPad that I'm really having fun with. That's, uh, speaking of going places and editing, it's the Logitech Ultra Thin Bluetooth keyboard for the mm-hmm. iPad. And yeah. It, it, it's, it's made of the, the back of it is the same kind of aluminum as the back of your iPad. And mm-hmm. it's got the little hinge on the side like a um, uh, smart cover, and mm-hmm. it's exactly the right size to close and make your iPad look pretty much like a netbook. You flip it open when you get to the coffee store, and you've got a nice-sized uh, Bluetooth keyboard that you nice. can use to type on. Yeah, and, you know, with the iPad... You and I have problems because we have to turn stuff in in Word, and the revision tracking has to work. So I can't edit that kind of stuff on the iPad yet. Yes. But I can edit other stuff. I can write my columns. Cause they, I Wait a minute. The... You could use Word 360, uh, uh, Office 365. I think that would work. Probably. Because Probably. Office 365 has all the stuff. And you, we were talking about the cloud, right? So Maybe. if you use office, yeah. So that's if, and interesting, I think, but I wonder, I wonder, see, because I'd be using Apple's Pages app on on the iPad. I don't know that that's going to work. Mm. There's no Word app. That's the problem. But well, no, but Word is in Word. the cloud. Well, I know Word but, is in the cloud. So you can uh, just. I wonder how the mobile You'd web go to your browser. Yeah, no, I wonder how. Yeah. I never thought to try that. See, see. That's a good idea, actually, because that would enable me to use Word on my iPad without any intermediary steps. Exactly, exactly. And think of how great it is to, you know, like cross out something and and just with your finger, and you don't have to uh, mess around with all the keys. 
I, so I, might try that. That. I might try that, but I have to do it without telling them, because if you ask, they'll say no. No, you can't. No, you never ask. Right. You never Guy, ask. Guy Kawasaki taught me that. It's better to beg forgiveness than ask permission. He told yeah, me that I mean, when I became an evangelist for power computing, making clones. Yeah. And I, I asked him for advice on something we wanted to do that somebody in management didn't want us to do, and he said, it's better... To beg forgiveness than ask permission. Don't even ask oh. them, just do it. And I've always remembered that because that's kind of my way of doing stuff. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm very much uh, do it now and worry about the consequences later. Yeah, that's Sometimes what I kind of do. Bad, um, with, yeah, with my screenshots from my books, I never take full screen screenshots. It's just I, I don't figure anybody has to see the browsers because what I'm writing about has nothing to do with the browser. So, you know, if I can't see the text big enough, I just bump, you know, bump it up. On a PC, it's Control++, plus plus, and I think you're Command++. Plus plus. Probably. And I just bump it up. I mean, I, I don't crop, tell them I what I do. I crop my stuff to what you need to see, even though they ask you not to. It's well, like, you know, I, I, I know, I know best. When exactly. I'm writing a book, I know what that screenshot should look like, and that's what I turn in. I'm really, I've, I've become, because of this writing gig, I've been pretty, I've become pretty proficient with Photoshop. I'm serious. Oh. I mean, I can, I can take two screenshots where something's wrong with one of them and fix it easier in Photoshop and more quickly than going and setting up the screenshot and taking it again. You know, I'll just grab I quite a piece agree. from one thing and put That's it on the That's what I do. That's what I do. And if there's a line of text that I find offensive, you know, if I'm showing something, I'll just... Take another line, move it up, and it's a perfect screenshot. <laughs> or blur. I use blur yeah. a lot when there's people's names because it's too much hassle to try to replace them with generic names. I just blur. I select all the names on the page, hit the blur command, and it looks great. Yeah, I gotta start. I gotta update my Photoshop. It's just so friggin' expensive. Hey, you haven't. You know, I just wrote my column Tuesday. Is about yeah. Adobe Creative Cloud, which might be perfect for you. So check this out. Instead of buying Photoshop, yeah. you pay Adobe by the month. You, you, as an existing Photoshop owner, you'll be able to do the first year for 30 bucks a month. Okay, now how existing can I be? Let's talk about this. I need to hear about this when I get back. How far back can my code key go? <laughs> I know. I already know the answer. I don't even have to go look. All right. Well, let's wait for that answer. Don't anybody go away. This is Marsha Collier along with Bob Levitas. And we are on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. 
You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Attention online sellers. Introducing a great source for high-quality, low-cost merchandise. Genco Marketplace is America's largest wholesale source of store returns and closeout inventory. Our huge volume and variety of products means online sellers can be insured of a steady source of supply. Find electronics, housewares, shoes, apparel, tools, and general merchandise all from one site. Discover the web's one-stop product source you can trust. Pallets for sale are posted to our easy-to-use e-commerce site, GencoMarketplace.com. There you'll find what you need fast and view a detailed list of items in the pallets. No surprises. Genco Marketplace has direct liquidation contracts with America's largest retailers and manufacturers, which means that buyers purchase direct from the source with no middleman markups. Huge variety, low risk, and fast, easy online purchasing. Register for free and begin bidding on loads the same day. Sign up today at GencoMarketplace.com. That's G-E-N-C-O Marketplace.com. Are you an adventurous wine drinker? Would you enjoy trying a bold red with dark fruit and a spicy finish from Hungary? Or an amphora-style Chivipino with layers of complex flavors? Carpathian Wines hand-selects extraordinary wines from premier Central European wineries. At CarpathianWines.com, you'll find amazing dry whites, big juicy reds, even the famous Tokaya Azu. Discover award-winning limited production wines from the heart of Central Europe. Find them only at CarpathianWines.com. 